Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Ellie. And this is Tea with with Beth and Ellie. On this podcast, we will spill the tea on all the things you need to know about nutrition. So let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. Hi. Thank you for tuning in. This is our last podcast of the year. 2022. We did it. Done and dusted. Almost. Almost. Last day. Last day of the work. The actual last day of of our working day. Which is exciting. And it's Christmas in two days. It is. Yay. I have not organised a single thing. Yeah, I'm stressing. I either. I'm pretty bad this year. Um, I, think it's yeah. a general, I think it's the general feel, isn't it? Mm, mm. Yeah, and like everyone's got COVID. Like my Christmas has gone a bit haywire, so... Yeah, because you've been unwell. Yeah, but like just... I don't even know what's going to happen. We're all just playing it by feel at the moment, so we'll, we'll see. Maybe Christmas will be cancelled. <laughs> have a Grinchmas. <laughs> I like the sound of that. <laughs> we all know that I'm a massive Grinch. That's true. That's true. I came in today with all of my Christmas attire on and Beth's coming in her black I'm in clothes. Black. I'm, I'm breathing. <laughs> I'm breathing. Anyway, today we are going to do a Q&A podcast. We thought we'd just do this to finish off the year. It's a nice and quick one today. Yes. yes. So that you can get back to your Christmas shopping and your Christmas planning and whatever else that you need to do for Christmas. Exactly. But yeah, we might as well just get straight into it. Hey, we should, we should. So we did have a couple of questions come through. So the first one, I feel like this is a bit of an easy one. What is better for weight loss? Coke, no sugar or Pepsi Max? I don't think there's really any difference, honestly. No, I think... I mean, Coke, no sugar is heaps better than Pepsi Max. (laughs) It's filthy. Pepsi Max is filthy. Pepsi Max. (laughs) Yeah, no, there isn't really a huge difference when it comes to no sugar drinks, provided mm. the sugar like it's yeah, actually no sugar because there are a no few. Sugar. There's a few little twisty ones that you can find out mm. there that are no added sugar, but they've still got about fifteen grams of sugar in them from fruit sugars and stuff. Yeah, you know, those like watery drinks. What yeah. are they called? Like the sparkling waters and stuff. Yeah, like a bit yeah. of that in it. So if what you're looking for is a zero calorie drink, yes, if that's part of your plan plan for weight loss or whatever it is that you're doing if you're wanting something that's zero calorie just Mm. double check that it is actually zero calorie um but most of your no sugar drinks there's a bit of a much what am i trying to say there's much much muchness muchness, yes to check how to check that though is you would turn it over and look at the little square box which is called a nutrition information panel and that will give you the data that you're looking for which it's quite confusing once you start to look at it but Mm -hmm. if you're looking at the the calories or the sugar or the protein, you can find that all there on that nutrition information panel. And so the, the kilojoules or the calories would be at the top and it would say how much is in that. Yeah. And then listed under that, you could find what is made up, mm. what makes that product up in, in terms of sugar and things like that. So. Yeah. So if, I mean, you're looking at about, you know, between zero and five calories uh, per serving, that's probably equivalent to your kind yeah. of... zero calorie no sugar drink yeah yeah so just enjoy whichever no sugar drink you prefer if that's what you want to be drinking yes yeah pepsi max or coke no sugar or sprite no sugar or they've got a really nice one too there's a passion fruit one out at the moment i don't know the brand like the cedo no i think it's a diet right one it's actually really nice yeah the cordial quite sweet though but yeah not a bad little one to throw in that is another option yeah Mm. like your kind of diet cordials like diet right cordials can also all those little spritzes they're quite nice like the watery Mm. ones they're pretty good Mm. Mm. yeah so honestly 
Go no ham, whatever your favourite is. Yeah. yeah, that's right. If it's got no calories, then it's got no calories. Like, well, yeah. it's very low calorie. It's not going to contribute really to any kind of weight gain. Yes. Obviously, we're trying to promote water drinking, though. So if yes, you can go for that's that, right. that's a, um, a better option. But we all like to have something like that every now and again. Yes, a little bit of flavour. Mm-hmm. But that's also to say, if you want to drink sugar soft drinks, then that's totally up to you as well. We just say everything in moderation, right? Yes. <laughs> Um, anyway, next question. So I have the same breakfast cereal every day, but I've been told I should mix it up if I want to be healthier. Is this true? Well, look, every different type of, you know, meal would have a different nutritional profile. So yes, I don't know if it's Mm. necessarily like, I guess what, what is your question in terms of healthier? I think in terms of nutritionally, having nutritional vary, Sorry. Variety. Variety. Oof, it is our last day. <laughs> um, yes, then I would probably say it's probably a good idea to mix it up a little bit so that you're getting some different grains, you're getting some different types of amino acids and proteins and, um, you know, those vitamins. types of vitamins, minerals. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say that would be a good thing to do, mm-hmm. absolutely. Not only that, but you might get sick of it, especially if you're someone who's not a breakfast eater mm-hmm. and you're trying to have breakfast. If you're sort of like, oh, I'm just winging it and having this you know, muesli and cereal every single day of the week, you may end up like food jagging on it and then not wanting to have breakfast ever again. Mm. So I recommend, yeah, definitely get some different stuff in there. Um, But it doesn't have to be breakfast food. That's something that I find like, oh, it needs to be cereal or it needs to be eggs or it needs to be toast or it needs to be this. Just have leftovers. Just have whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you feel like eating. Yeah. And I think the other part of that, question that we need to know more about is like what does the rest of your diet look like yeah because i mean if you really really like that particular cereal and you just really want it every day like that's fine but like just making sure generally that you have variety in your diet is what's important yeah the whole overall diet yeah so obviously like i said trying to get all of your different vitamins and minerals and proteins and grains and all of that stuff to make sure that you are kind of ticking all the boxes yeah, that's just in your total diet, not yeah. necessarily in one meal. Yes. So, yeah, if you really like particular cereal and that's actually what you want to be having for breakfast every day, then that's okay. And maybe it's just switching up um, the, fruit you know, or... the fruit on it. Yeah, yeah, or having a different kind of yogurt or adding a different cereal in with the cereal that you like. That's or right. That's or some nuts or some nuts. LSA yeah. or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. So it could be not even changing necessarily the cereal you're having, but just sort of adjusting things around that to mm. give you that little bit of variety. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's fine to have the same thing if that's what you really want. Just be looking at your overall diet for variety. But in saying that, having more variety is, is usually key to having a more nutritious diet and less f- taste fatigue for sure. Because mm, I yes. do, I do that at breakfast a lot. I'll go on a bit of a, a bandwagon for something until mm. I'll never eat it again, and then I'll, I'll stop eating it, and then I might try to get it a year's time. But yeah, that's sort yeah. of. I yeah. also do that. Yeah, yeah. Where I just get really into something and I have to have it every day, and then I after bre- that, a yeah. week I'm like, ugh, I want something else. <laughs> I think breakfast is probably the hard, I find one of the trickiest meals of the day. I don't know mm. why. It's just, you know, I think it's sort of that you know your, your options are limited you're not mm-hmm. going to spend you know 30 minutes That's preparing true. something in the yeah. morning either are you so no. it's a tricky one it's got to be quick and convenient so you can get out the door yeah unless you're one of these people that you know like get up at four or something or you just yeah. have plenty of time and gets up really early yeah. um yeah yeah so yeah. yeah hopefully that answers that question for sure i think 
Um, Alright, so the next one is what kinds of foods are best for weight loss? This is all very kind of weight loss driven at the yeah. moment, but that's all right. Must be new year, new me thought, mm, you know, thinking mm. happening, I reckon. What was the question? What foods are best for weight loss? Mm. You know, it's a tricky one because you just want to be able to eat everything. And I think for that sustainable weight loss and um, maintenance thing, you want to learn how to eat everything mm. um, without it being a restricted diet, I think. Don't you yeah. reckon? No, I do agree. And I think... Um, if you do go back and listen to one of our podcasts about intuitive eating, that kind of yeah. goes a little bit more into that and yeah. actually being able to have all Everything. the foods, yeah. like not being restrictive um, in your food intake when it comes to weight loss. And practicing that the th- throughout the whole weight loss time or the time that you're losing weight and then the maintenance phase as well. So, yeah. But yeah. trying to pick foods that are going to be filling is yeah. always your best bet. Because there's nothing worse than trying to lose weight and being starving because you're just not kind of eating the right foods. Yeah. So trying to increase things like your vegetables, which are going to be mm. filling because there's fiber in them and you can kind of have a lot of them in bulk or having more of your protein foods that mm. um, are a bit more satiating and your high fat foods, which again are more satiating. Yeah. More often your healthy fats. Um, so things like your avocados and nuts and, nuts stuff. and olive oil and things like that. But yeah, more likely to find filling foods to be the ones that are generally more nutritious or more of those whole foods. So trying to opt for more of those whole foods in your diet is more likely to help you achieve your Mm. goal. Yeah, and in most cases, you like that ratio, if you're looking for the ratio, this mm. is getting a little bit into it, you know, come and see us if you don't understand what we're talking about. Um, You're looking at around 45-ish percent to 60%, 65% from carbohydrate-based foods, grains, um, cereals, rice, Mm. those sorts of things. Um, You know, the the other another 30 or so percent from your good healthy fats and stuff like that and yeah. then the remainder would be from your protein and stuff so yeah um yeah which which is different to i think what a lot of a other lot of diets and what other people think it's you know heavily on the fats and the protein side um when in actual fact we need to have a lot more of the carbohydrate based foods so we're getting in a lot of fiber a lot yeah. of iron a lot of um you know uh, vitamins and minerals that you can't get from other foods which mm. i find so basically what we're saying is have a balanced diet that includes <laughs> all of those things. <laughs> yes, it's tricky. And I would also, like if you're looking at that from a plate perspective, yes. I guess what you want to be trying to achieve is about 50% of your plate, you want to have vegetables. Vegetables mm-hmm. are just extremely important for general health yeah. and really help with weight loss. And no dietitian just bang on about vegetables all the time, but they really we are always do. the best. Like they actually are amazing for you so it's learning how to use those too that's a tricky one i think especially Mm. because like you know i don't know about you but i came from a family that was just meat and veg Mm, boring and i can't have it ever again um but it's spending the time and just getting onto google and having a look at some recipes and Mm. learning how you know even those recipes come up with like not enough vegetables and then you've got to learn how to adapt yeah that as well increase increase the veggies that you need to get that 50 percent yeah, and then yeah. you want to be aiming for about um, a quarter of the rest of your plate to be so a quarter of, of the plate, plate to be mm. your carbohydrate foods, so your breads, pastas, rice, potatoes, cereals, grains, those sorts of things, 
and then you want the other quarter to be sort of your protein food. Yeah. So you meet your eggs. And not like piled up to the ceiling, like no. just like this little, <laughs> like a like a palm thickness, palm size thickness yes. with your meat and similarly for your rice. And, yeah, and, and we're talking standard dinner plate, not like, yeah. you know, platter. Mm. Um, mm, or like nice. not a tiny little plate as yeah. well. Like give yourself some I food. I find people, a lot know? of people do that for weight loss. They go, well, yeah. I'm having a bread and butter plate. Well, okay, but you need to fill that with veggies really mm. isn't it that should mm. be where you that should be the you amount need, of veggies that you have you need to be having five sets of veggies and that's mm. like what's not going to fit two on that and plate. Half cups of cooked veggies so. yeah or five cups of salad i don't know how you fit in five cups of salad on your little tiny salad plate but yeah. and if we go into it even another step sorry um further is your fiber like mm. you need to have women need 25 grams men need 30 mm. um so if you don't get the grains and the carbs and the fruit and the veggies that mm. you need to get you you know most people i see are probably less than half of that 12 10 to 12 grams mm. a day yeah in most instances so yeah. so i think we kind of went on total tangent. tangents there but in terms of your best foods for weight loss there isn't actually anything that is better or going to make thermogenic weight loss more or, or successful mm. yeah it's more so trying to get that balance and just being mindful of your portion sizes mm. so if you are going to have you know the foods that are more processed or you know have a higher saturated fat content high sugar content those foods are still okay to eat but just be Might mindful of your portions mm. yeah and how often that you're having them yeah but you don't have to cut anything out we don't want to restrict foods because that, that just then leads to often that more relax mentality and then yeah. yeah leads you to, to relapse or binging so yeah just everything in moderation as if you haven't heard that before <laughs> <laughs> um okay next question can i lose weight without doing exercise yes 100 percent. yeah you just have to eat less and it sucks yeah it does suck but totally it i mean in simple terms it's not just calories in calories out but it is kind of just calories in calories out if we're keeping it real simple so if you're not burning as much energy because you're not doing that exercise, then it is harder less. to lose weight. However, it's still just about getting in that calorie deficit that, you know, what your body is already burning to keep you mm. alive, um, as well as doing any kind of incidental activity that you might yeah. be doing. You just need to be eating less than what it is that you're burning. And Which is still, hard. Yeah, it is a challenge. It's a pretty weight. big challenge for sure. I think, though, like if you were to... Um, you know want to increase exercise but if it's something that you don't like to do because mm. it's you know a lot of people really struggle with doing that um mm. you know adding in some exercise if it's not something that they've always done it's you've got to find something that you like though yeah you that's know, right it can't be sitting on an exercise bike for 10 no. 15 minutes because holy moly that's no. boring oh my no. god i would not be able to do it no. you've got to find something that you like or incorporate it into your social activities for example mm. you know instead of going and having a coffee go and have a coffee and a walk or yeah um you know play Absolutely. with your grandkids in the beach or yeah. um you know go, go for, for a, little a paddle little... in the pool yeah or, or go for a hike like yeah. if you enjoy looking at scenery go find some pretty mountains that look over yeah. water and go hiking or do crazy go to things like that and do marathons um yeah. or you can go swimming or do dancing like join up to a dance class yes. or like salsa dancing or i, don't I did know, that for like, a bit on one of my tangents that was fun as yeah or bmx biking like it actually doesn't matter what it is it's just mm. about getting out and doing something that's moving movement. your body yeah um and that will just help with that little bit of extra 
burn. Yeah. Um, but also exercise is super important for things your mental like, health. Yeah, mental health. Yeah. Your mobility. Um, you know, keeping fit, staying strong. Mm. Um, like. Yeah, you find that even beyond, people who have got injuries right. or go to a physio or mm. you know exercise physiologist, even if they've got injuries, they're, they're going to ask you to move. Mm. The, the less you move, the, the more your injury is going to be. Well, that's right. More, yeah. you know, gosh, I can't See talk to stuff. That. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's going to be harder to recover yeah. if you're not actually moving that part of your or body. Or that joints are going to get more and more restricted. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. But so. you need to find something you enjoy. Yes. So there's no point trying to find like trying to just slave away at the gym or doing an exercise that you hate because it's just not going to last it's yeah. not sustainable but in saying that if you actually physically can't do exercise it is possible to lose weight you might need that little bit of extra guidance mm. and that's where you know seeking, EP or a physio or something yeah or seeking um a dietitian to yeah, help oh yeah, you sorry. with your eating yeah. mm-hmm. um can be really beneficial mm-hmm. but yeah it's hard but it's possible yeah and i think like the more muscle that you have like the higher your metabolic rate. So if you mm. do have a, you know, if you build muscle, you are going to be at rest. You're going to be burning more energy. Yeah, that's so that's right. another thing to consider as well. Yeah. Because you don't have to try as hard. Yeah. Which is another massive tangent, but I'm just going to touch on it really quickly, which is that doing strength training over cardio training or, or resistance training over cardio training can actually be beneficial because you are building that muscle yeah. and building that muscle means that you're burning more at rest. So Fat doesn't burn any calories, whereas your muscle does. So trying to build more muscle is actually really helpful mm. to help achieve those goals. So, I mean, if you are somewhat impaired, you know, in your legs, like even trying to just build upper body mass or mm. um, same with your upper body. If you've got like an injury in your shoulders or something, like can you do something with your legs that's going to be building that? Yeah. Um, or like me, I just talk all day. I reckon I burn a fair bit of calories mm, talking. Mm, <laughs> that tongue yabin, movement. Yabin, yabin. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Anyway, hopefully that answers that one. Um, okay, we'll go with this last one just to get um, tis the season. Tis. Um, how can I not go crazy over Christmas with food? Well, we've done a podcast on this last year, I think. We did. So it's if called you need, Christmas pudding. Yeah. If you want to listen to that one, it's got a heap of stuff in it, but we can kind of rehash it real quick if you like. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of almost a little bit late because <laughs> I know I think the lead up and the follow is where the problem is That's not true. necessarily that one or two days that you have over the Christmas period is not usually the problem it's no, it's the it's Christmas the season weeks after yeah. Christmas when you're just and eating before. all the food yeah yeah because yeah. I went to the shops today and got like this morning before work and ridiculous I just could not believe how much food mm, that I, I was. Know. I was just, oh, yeah, I need that. I need that. So, yeah. Mate, the shops are only shut for like two days. Calm down. I know. We don't need to stress. So, yeah, yeah I guess that's that's definitely a tip. The shops are actually open. Yes. Like most the of the Christmas day, period. Boxing yeah, day. I'm pretty sure they're open. Mm. Yeah, because it's Boxing Day sales. So um, just don't stress. Don't overbuy. You don't need to overbuy. Um, but also, I think... Things that are just generally important when it comes to, particularly on Christmas Day, maybe Boxing Day, whenever you're having a family event or a Christmas party, you want to enjoy it, but also don't calorie bank or like don't try to restrict calories knowing that you're going to Mm. have a meal. Like if you're going to lunch, still eat breakfast. Like, oh my goodness. You're probably going to eat less anyway because you're not going to be starving then. That's right. And like if you're having Christmas dinner, just still make sure you're eating breakfast and lunch Um, because skipping meals is going to be the highest risk thing to make you go and overeat and Mm. binge on all of that food if you're going into christmas lunch feeling 
like you're fed. Well, oh, sorry, sorry, like way. you're fed. Um, you might still overeat and you might still feel really sick afterwards, mm. but you've actually probably consumed less food yeah. than if you were going in starving absolutely starving yeah so i think trying to still have those healthy eating behaviors you know try and still get some movement in Mm. eat regularly have snacks like try and think about your hunger and fullness signals um but also just enjoy yourself Mm. don't be restrictive like it's christmas everyone enjoy yourself yeah that's right um and yeah this food isn't around all year like if you're really looking forward to that christmas pudding then have the christmas pudding Mm -hmm. like Really, in a year's time, regardless of what your goals are, whether it's weight loss, whether it's weight gain, whether it's muscle building, like whatever, that one day, that one day isn't going to impact mm. that, yeah. reaching your goals. Yeah. Like in the same way that eating a salad for lunch one day isn't going to make you magically healthy, <laughs> eating you know, a, a meal um, on Christmas Day or Boxing Day is not going to make you magically not reach your goals so that's true just enjoy yourself um and just try as best as you can to get back into routine as soon as possible because Mm. that will also help you feel less sluggish and gross and because i always find if i get really out of routine yeah that i just it's hard to get back on your your gut gets all out of whack and like you just Mm. feel a bit sick and like you're just not really you're just not vibing life so enjoy so enjoy yourself but then be like actually what what do i want to achieve in my lifestyle and how do i actually want to continue with generally my eating and my lifestyle um mm. and get back to that as soon as you can so if that yeah. means doing movement every day if that means um you know eating lots of whole foods is that like whatever that looks like for you yeah just get back into that Go as to the beach, as play some cricket yeah yeah exactly whatever so Moral of the story, enjoy yourself. <laughs> We're not very good, are we? We just don't, we don't have any advice other than just enjoy yourself. No, yeah, no we do. I think it's like, the yes, it is enjoy yourself and, and try to get back on your um, plan mm. as soon as you can. But yeah. That's on that other podcast. You can listen to that, I'm pretty sure. So Yeah, there's lots and lots of tips on that podcast. It's a mm. whole podcast just full of how Christmas-y to... Stuff avoid i guess the christmas weight gain which i think is like four to six kilos or something from memory yeah average um, australian weight gain yeah. which is cray cray but you know we don't actually need to be like that we can you know we can have it in moderation mm. yeah <laughs> there's that word word of the day yeah and on that note merry I think christmas that's yeah merry christmas have, thanks for listening this year yes and have a wonderful time have a wonderful Yeah, stay safe. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.